Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Before we start talking about it, let's get into a little bit more about what happened at the Orange County Public Schools in Florida. The learning change in the classroom, remarkable, says a teacher. Students are engaged because they're not getting notifications in their pockets as the educators and school leaders across Central Florida's largest school district said, you know what, they had very similar feelings to this. The Orange County School Board adopted this new rule in August. And it all started with what it said was um, Education Week, which is an education newspaper, was a growing national trend. The public school leaders hoped the ban would help to curb discipline problems which skyrocketed after the pandemic and were often fueled by social media. They said they also wanted to limit distractions in class, encourage in-person communication among students, tamp down on what many studies say are screen time's detrimental impacts on children's mental health. A new Florida law required districts to ban cell phones during instructional time. But the Orange School Board took it a step further, required them to be put away in backpacks even during breaks between classes and during the students' lunchtime. Principal at East River High School in East Orange, Florida, said, I have only seen positive things. Students didn't like the new rules, as you might expect. When they kicked in, they were not compliant with it. In the beginning, we were taking quite a few phones, said Watson. Because the rule basically said that if they see a phone out, they're going to take it. No questions asked. They're just going to take it. In the beginning, we were taking quite a few phones. Estimated at least 20 East River students a day had phones confiscated during the first weeks that the rule was being enforced. The students then had to wait in long lines after school to get their phone back. Students didn't like to wait in line at the end of the day, said the principal, and they started complying. Lunch is like our freedom, said a 17-year-old. During lunch is excessive, said another 17-year-old. 
Administrators made card games and chess boards available in the cafeteria. They allowed teenagers to go outside, throw a football around or a baseball around in the courtyard during lunch, encouraging them to engage with each other now that their phones are not there. And as the students, so the ones who are saying that lunch is our freedom, well, guess what they're doing now? They're outside throwing a football around. Some parents stepped in. They questioned the rule, which also, by the way, in case you're wondering, bans Apple Watches and similar devices like earbuds, worried that they would create a safety hazard. But students can use them in case of an emergency, officials said. And there are exceptions for students who need devices to monitor medical conditions. For instance, if you're diabetic and you've got an implant and you have to read it out on your phone, that's different. School board members, administrators, teachers, union presidents said they have fielded a few complaints from parents, maybe a couple even from teachers. But as the semester is ending, the district is surveying students and staff about the new rule. And the surveys are asking participants of their views of the policy, seeking suggestions on how to improve it. The family survey is on the district's homepage. It was also emailed to parents, and it's open until the 21st of this month. My mom was definitely concerned before school started about safety, said a senior at Lake Nona High School. But her mother feels better when she realized that Mariah and her younger sister would have their phones in their backpacks if there was an emergency on campus. After a rocky start, most students at Lake Nona follow the rules now, the teenager said, and a few had to deal with the consequences. It would be tons of kids, tons of phones, waiting to be reunited after the final bell rang. But most students very quickly got the message. They reminded you, and they remind you, and they remind you. Don't have your phones out. One senior said the new rules made some students sneakier as they go into the bathroom to use their phone, for example. They also meant that some students never before in trouble found themselves in detention for repeat phone violations. One student said, I think it's been taken to an extreme this year. But the teenager who said that she has not had her phone taken concedes there have been benefits to it. And while one school board member who was among those who pushed for the ban noted that some orange schools had implemented one voluntary in previous years, they reported fewer fights and other problems. And as the school year started, this board member went out and visited all 28 schools in her district. And students, including her own daughter, who is a junior in high school, were unhappy with the new rules but most also said that they were getting used to it. Teachers and administrators reported plenty of positive changes from fewer fights to more focus in class, said Melissa Bird, school board member. We really believe it is what's best for kids. I'm telling you, I just, when I saw this, I thought this is something that we need to talk about here. And I want to hear from you now. 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. Because I have not heard of anybody going to such great lengths in terms of saying to kids, you can have them in school, but you can't have them out. You can't have them at lunch. You can't have them between classes. I know there's a lot of places, and I know, for instance, where our kids went to school, 
There are racks inside the classrooms, even at the middle school and the high school, that teachers have the ability to say to the kids, put your phone up here when you walk into class and you can get it on the way back out. That's the way that they handled it. Other teachers, if they say that their kids are are not using them or not abusing it, then the kids can keep them. But if it ends up being distracting, then guess what? They're going up here. 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020. What do you think of this notion? A school cell phone ban bringing remarkable change. Students acting differently, students paying attention more, students complying more, less fights. What's the problem? 866-391-1020. So a school district, one of the largest in Central Florida, came out and simply said, you know what? It's not enough to tell kids they can't have their phones during instructional time. Nope. You're not going to have them in the hallways. You're not going to have them at lunch. As a matter of fact, we want you to go outside and do other things. So do that. And it's had great, great success. 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020. want to go to Sandy in Brookline and start to get some comments and thoughts on this. Hi, Sandy. Welcome to KDKA. Hey, hi, Rick. Thanks How are you? for taking my call. I'm good. I'm actually making Christmas cookies. Outstanding. And I just yeah. But I had to call you because it is, it's like what took them so long? And, and, and what's wrong with the rest of this country? Yeah. Since when do these kids dictate what they can and cannot do in school? Uh-huh. They're kids. They need direction. They need to know you're here to learn. You're not, you know, <laughs> it makes me crazy. I went to the doctors the other day and I sat in the office. There were four other people with me. They were all staring at their phones. And I'm, I, I picked up a magazine. I said, I refuse. Mm-hmm. I am not going to look at my phone. There's nothing there I need to see. Right. It can wait. I'm here to see my doctor. So they, they, it's, it's okay to use the phones, but the children need to be taught when it's appropriate. And in school, no way. I, you know, I love what that lady said about passing the note. Yeah, you know, right, we used to right. do that all the time. Uh-huh. I, and it was fun and it was cute and it was innocent. Yep. And it was socialization. You thought you were pulling what a fast one on the teacher, right? Well, sometimes. Even though we know full well that they knew and they let it go. <laughs> yes, they did, because mostly it was innocent. It, it wasn't anything like, you know, I'm going to blow up the school. It was more like, wow, you know, doesn't Susie look cute today? Yeah. You know, things that are inappropriate <laughs> now to say you can't do that either. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, my whole point is, is society has become antisocial. Nobody talks to anybody. Right. You know, they don't greet you. You go into the stores. They don't say, hello, how are you today? And they look at you like, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, that you're bothering them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Sandy, I and really appreciate your call. And I do think Absolutely. that, you know, going back to when do kids get to think they get to dictate, I, I suspect they don't. that, well, but there are a lot of parents that are letting that happen at home, too, that think that, oh. you know what, the kids get to make the call and at some no, point, you know what? They, they, correct. <laughs> correct. I mean, I am certainly not propagating abuse. I'm saying that they have to have limits. There has they to be a line. They have to know yeah. what the boundaries are. You got it. And and it's not that bad. It's it's really okay. It can be a good life for them amen, if they listen. Amen and amen. Sandy, Thank thanks you, for your call. Thanks for listening. Aww. We're going to jump to Nancy in Butler at 323. Hello, Nancy. Yeah. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. I'm in agreement that uh, phones. Cell phones should, should be kept. 
However, and I'm sure they'll, they'll make exceptions, my granddaughter's type 1 diabetes, she needs her phone to mm-hmm. check on her levels. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the things they very specifically say is that they do have exceptions for medical conditions to monitor conditions like diabetes, that students in that case, they don't have to keep them in their backpack. They can keep them in their pocket so that they can monitor those important changes in blood sugar. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. I was not aware of that. Yeah. That is perfect. No, and and that I think you know they I, I think they were very thorough in terms of going through and trying to think of what the eventualities might be right. because the reality is it's not to punish students as right. much as it is to help them be able to focus on what the task at hand is, which is to learn. Right, correct. Yeah, absolutely. Nancy, thank you for listening and thanks for the All call. All right. Good stuff. Nancy from Butler calling here today. What do you think? 866-391-1020. They said there have been some calls. There have been some complaints. There have been a few parents and even a few teachers who have said, you know, there's some things that maybe we should do differently. But at the same time, they say they have seen complete changes in terms of interaction in class among students and that kids are really uh, much more engaged in discussions and that there has been a very positive impact on them, that the kids are engaged because they're not constantly being interrupted or their thoughts are not or they're not wondering what just came through on their phone. Instead, they're paying attention and they are talking with other students and with their teachers as well. Is there any issue with this? Do you see any problem with this? Why wouldn't this be something that everybody else is doing? 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020. A cell phone ban in schools. What do you think of it? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're talking about a school in Florida putting a cell phone ban in place that has been received, well, not so warmly by students at first. 
But boy, the teachers have seen a big difference in the behavior and in the performance academically by kids in school. 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020. The kids can have their phones at school, but they have to stay in their backpacks all day long, even during lunch, even as they're changing classes. Don't take them out. You risk losing them. If you lose them, you got to go after school, pick them up, and wait in a long line to get them back. Zero tolerance, plain and simple. If you do have a medical reason why you need to have a phone, diabetes, for instance, it's monitoring blood sugar levels, you can have it. Other than that, you can't. 866-391-1020. Let's go back to the phones right now. Bring in Larry. Larry's joining us today. Hey, Larry, you're on KDKA. How are you? Thank you, sir. I'll tell you what, it's going to work. It's going to bring all the kids back to being energetic and acting with one another. But the other day, I'm coming through so quickly. Yeah. And a kid walking out in the crosswalk. Good thing I, I stop at crosswalks. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, they never looked. They could have been run over. So that's another point to bring up some other. Were they on there? They were walking with their head down, looking at their phone, I presume? I guess texting or, or yeah. reading a screen or playing a game. I'm not sure because right. I'm old. <laughs> but, I, but you're also old but, enough and courteous enough to make sure you see school crosswalks and make sure you stop. Well, especially swiftly because they're on it. And they, they ought to just start to picking these people up for doing that and warning them. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, good job. Keep it up. I appreciate it, Larry. Thank you very much. Larry calling us today and talking about kids and the devices and how they can be distracting. I don't think there's any question. There's no question. One of the things that um, one of our sons, all three of our kids played sports in college. And one of the rules, and I'm not going to even say which son it was, and I'm not going to say which coach it was, but um, one of the coaches had two very, very straightforward and simple rules for his team. Number one was no hats inside. Actually, he had three. No hats inside. Second one was do not, you can order what you want when you go out to eat, but do the exact same thing that you would do. Order the same thing that you would order when you're with your parents. So if you wouldn't order that with your parents, don't order it with us. And the other rule with that was no dessert. He wasn't going to pay for that. So no hats, order what you want, no dessert. And the third one was no cell phones at the table. No cell phones at the table. That was just his rule when they were on the road. Those were the rules when they were on the road. Now, I'm sure there were other things that the kids knew that they should and should not do. But those were the ones that were stated emphatically when they arrived on campus as a freshman and were participating on the team, that if you're traveling with us, those are the things you need to know. As simple as that. One of them was no phones at the table. Why? Think about it. How many times have you gone out to a restaurant and you look around and there's a table of seven people Maybe it's two families, a family of four and a family of three sitting there, and seven of them are on their phones. What's the point of even going? I mean, I realize you're getting something to eat, but you're not doing it for anything social. 
You can't. Don't tell me that you will. You know, we can go ahead and we can interact even though we're still on our phones. I'm not convinced that having phones have made it so that we are better at multitasking than we used to be. I think of anything, it's made us worse. I think it's made us worse because we're paying attention to the phone and we can't listen at the same time. And we just start talking and then we sort of fade off in terms of what we're talking because we're paying attention and we're texting and doing this. And before you know it, you just sort of fade away from the conversation and everybody else is looking at you like, hey, would you pay attention to this conversation? Same thing is true for kids. If they've got them in school, if they're getting those notifications, if someone is texting them, if someone is asking them questions about an assignment and you're not paying attention to what's going on in class, if your phone is buzzing and buzzing and buzzing in your pocket. Back to the phones we go. We bring in Eric, who's calling us today on the subject of phones. Eric, thanks for calling in. How are you today? Good, Rick. How are you today? I am fine. What do you think of this idea? Do you think it makes sense? It's old-fashioned, but I'm not sure I care. Well, here's the deal. I was I started teaching in a vocational school in the Pittsburgh area in 2010. Yeah. Um, and, and that's when phones were, weren't what they are today. Um, and we had the rule that... The, you could take the kid's phone. Then it turned into a whole thing of, well, if the kid could say it was damaged or right. something like that. Yep. It got to the point where we, we could just ask them, take your battery out, give me the battery, and, and we're good. And at the end of the class, you give them back their battery. That's an interesting but, you know, way of doing it. Yeah. But that's, you know, phones, you can't take the batteries nope, out anymore. Not anymore. But, uh, you know, it got to the point over the years, I just kind of embraced it and started letting them use the phone, not for messaging, not for, um, you know, any calling, anything like that. We just ended up using it to do math problems, to look up current events, things like that. Yeah. And it, it just, it, honestly, it just got to be too much of a hassle to enforce. And, um, you know, I say to that school district, good luck with that. And, you know, I, I hope that they get what they want out of it, but um, so did you, know, you I see that fall, falling away in a few, you know, a few months or a year or two? Interesting, Eric. Did yeah. you find that it was just that the battle was too hard to fight? I mean, is that what it came down to? That it was just it was too hard to to tell them they couldn't. Well, you know, in, in teaching, like anything else, you have to pick your battle. Absolutely, your battle. Parenting too, and you know. And I wasn't willing to, to die on that mountain. Yeah. And uh, as long as they, they they engaged in class and did what they were supposed to, um, I, I never made a big deal yeah, out of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's not, not a hill worth dying on, right? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, very good. Eric, thank you very much for your phone call. And again, it's great to hear from teachers and people who were involved in that. Now, 2010, very, very, very different than where we are here in 2013, I would argue, in terms of even the number of kids who had phones with them. And they probably weren't smart devices at that point, not like they are now. But, you know, the, the more advanced that phones have gotten, the more often that kids are saying that they need to use them for their classwork and that kind of thing, too. Although I would argue that there's a lot of districts where kids have computers or tablets or things like that for their classwork as well. So do you really need your phone if you've got a computer at your disposal as well? 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020. Talking about a cell phone ban in schools. Are you in favor of it? You think it would work? You see downsides to it that we've not discussed. I'd love to hear from you. Educators say the change was remarkable. 
Remarkable. Lunch was one of the places where they thought they would get a lot of pushback, and they did. Even during lunch, kids not allowed to have their cell phones, not allowed to have them in between classes. Oh, by the way, it's also your Apple Watch, because if you think you're pulling a fast one, oh, I don't have my phone, and yet you're looking at your watch, which is getting the text messages that are going to your phone and your backpack, and you can make phones, phone calls from your watch, too, if you think you're being sly. And well, you know what? can't have Apple Watches either. And other devices like earbuds, so you can't even hear that you're getting a text message and you're going to go ahead and reply doing it that way in terms of talk to text. Nope, not doing that either. But, well, it may have been a rocky start, there were a lot of kids who realized very quickly that they meant what they said. Don't do it. Don't get your phone out. We're going to take them. You're going to have to wait after class to pick them up. And that's going to be the penalty. And if you end up being a repeat offender, if you will, to that at some point, you may end up dealing with other repercussions there as well. But what they saw was a huge change in their kids. The learning change in the classroom is remarkable. Students are engaged. I would predict that we're going to see a positive impact on test scores for the schools that have implemented this with consistency. And I think that is the key word in the whole thing, is the consistency with which it is done. Because you can't just put this into effect for a little bit and then give them the phones back at lunchtime and then take it away later on. If they don't have them at all, then perhaps between the hours of 8 o'clock and 2.30, then you know what? That's just the way it is. They're feeling like they're going to miss it, but after a little while, they figure out other ways to fill in the gaps. Like, oh, I don't know, being more engaged in a group project being more interactive with other students, working better in a group project because you're not staring at your phones while the work is being done. You're actually talking to other people at lunch. You're going outside and throwing a football around. You are playing chess or checkers or Monopoly. And okay, granted, that seems like a really old-fashioned thing to do at lunch. Maybe that's not a problem. Maybe that's not all bad. Maybe actually talking to other people is something and is a skill that we all could use more of. 866-391-1020. 866-391-1020 is how you can be part of the conversation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.